tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie morning, welcome along to Tip Today, 1800-938-007, our free phone number. Emma is looking after the programme today. Coming up on this morning's show, Johnny Luby is with me live in studio. We'll speak to one temporary man who worked on the production team for the Oscar-nominated on Colleen Kuhn. Uh, should homework be scrapped for children? Of course, this was the rather controversial a statement made by President Michael D. Higgins. Uh, we'll be chatting about that with some parents a little later on as well. Uh, concerns regarding sex education. And again, this is a hot topic uh, at the moment. Our Friday panel will unpack the big topics of the week. So all of that and much, much more on the way. You can text and WhatsApp 083-311-3311. You can email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Quick look at what's making headlines today. The Irish Times, they're telling us that the standards in public office commission, that's SIPO, is investigating a complaint that Sinn Féin failed to account for spending on its abu election database in its election spending returns. Now, the complaint to the uh, Standards and Public Office watchdog was made against Sinn Féin by a Fianna Gael activist 15 months ago when the existence of the database was first uh, revealed. So, um, yeah, some people claiming hypocrisy then, of course, because Sinn Féin um, were so upfront in the critique of uh, Pascal Donoghue. Uh, also on the Irish Times today, we're hearing that more than a million BHI customers face price increases on their health insurance plans with uh, market expectations growing that Leia, uh, the second largest insurer, will uh, hike its prices as well. To the Irish Indo, new €200 Euro electricity credit on table to ease uh, costs crisis. Households could get another €200 Euro taken off their electricity bills in the coming months as families continue to struggle with the cost of living. And a great tragedy as well uh, on the front of the Indo today. Two young children have died in separate choking-related tragedies involving food in Cork. A young boy choked on a piece of fruit believed to be a grape at his home in what's being described, as you can imagine, as devastating uh, tragedy on Wednesday. And separately in County Wicklow, it's believed that a child understood to be aged two years of age became ill after complications when eating food at a crash. So very, very sad news. You can only imagine what it's like for the families there. The Irish uh, Daily Mail, religious orders need to pay up if they are sincere in their apology to mother and baby home uh, survivors, campaigner Catherine Corliss has urged as the redress scheme has been hit with even more delays. Finally, a look at the examiner uh, today. And uh, we're reading that uh, the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar is facing an electoral crisis with up to nine Finnegal TDs now expected to stand down ahead of the next general election. So that's a peek at what's making headlines in your newspapers today. If you want to comment on any of that 083 311 Johnny Luby is with me in studio Morning Johnny Morning Fran we weren't, we weren't expecting you live. Yeah I'm on our way to uh, grandparents uh, mess in our, of the school children that's going on all this week all over is the it? school celebrating grand uh, celebrating grandparents and that so I was in uh, Clonalty air yesterday morning and met a uh, an S load of uh, 
uh, grandparents there. And then we adjourned to the, the school across the road in uh, Brian Clonolty. And uh, I had to go down there with Lucy to see her seat in uh, Parliament. <laughs> I was going to say in Parliament. <laughs> then I had to go up and see Dara's seat in sixth right. class. These and, are your uh, grandchildren, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and this morning now, unknowns to the young one, Faye, in, uh, down in uh, uh, Ballymitty. Is down near Wellington Bridge, oh, and uh, that's so. Uh, she uh, she's only six, but uh, uh, we said that we might as well make the run down, and that's it. So be it. Yes, it is so, a great chat. We had a lovely chat uh, in recent weeks about grandparents and the feeling you have about grandchildren. You might even have a bit more time to spend with them than you you did with your own children. You yeah, know? certainly. Well, that wouldn't be hard for me, but <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get the allowance as well. Do you think, yeah? That just give, trolling on top of us and away you go again, you know. Uh, yeah. I love having them around, but uh, uh, when you have uh, eight of them around, uh, they like the Tipperary Fox sound. You don't know who's, <laughs> who, who's shouting here, there, and every place, you know. But, yeah. uh, look, that's wonderful. God bless them all. That's lovely you know. indeed. You have a couple of concerns. Poor old Matt Hancock. You want to have a go at him first of all? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not really having a go at him, but I see where he got between three twenty and four hundred thousand yeah. for that thing he was in. What's the called? I'm a celebrity. I'm a, get cele- out of here, a celebrity. Yeah. Get out of here. Well, he got out of the British government in time anyway, and he got uh, four hundred thousand. And that's you'd probably wonder what's the all the furor over uh, uh, Leo Varadkar's party. Uh, and that, Do you mean by comparison? By comparison, Pascal. Yeah. I don't know who get. 200 euro and they throwing more or less eggs at each other because we see on another paper this morning there there was an, an egg throwing incident and by the way I wonder will there be any eggs in the audience on February the 11th is it in because <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely having nightmares over this friend but anyway you'll be terrific you know it's all sold out and people still scrambling I for know. tickets and... <laughs> I stop the lights <laughs> I look anyway the best of luck to all the lads for coming and you know if I didn't know you better I'd say you're nervous about it yeah you see, I was. Uh, I'd often do things and uh, uh, that in front of audiences, but uh, yeah. uh, this is a kind of a different bargain. And like, I mean, I'm with uh, huge uh, celebrities, <laughs> Muriel O'Connor, yourself, and the Ness Lord Moore, Mother of God above tonight. You know, uh, you'll be well looked after. You'll be brilliant. People are looking forward to, to seeing you in in all your best long <laughs> yeah, johns. Yeah, I, have yeah. you, will you buy new long johns for the night? Uh, I, I probably will. Yes, uh, certainly. Uh, I'd probably show them on the night. <laughs> that, that's even better. That's even. You might have to. Yeah, you were talking yeah, about you Matt, Matt Hancock and the celebrity. We'll say uh, of uh, get me out of here. You know, I was actually a, a judge in, in. You know, the Strictly Come Dancing. I do. Yes. Uh, that uh, it was a wonderful way of raising funds for all the various clubs out there. You know, and one night, I was a judge. Uh, I think it was up in Templemore, and uh, naturally did have the floor uh, well powdered for the. Cheche or something, is it? Or some mm. of them yokes, you know. But this this fine looking uh, girl was uh, coming through anyway, and uh, she was swinging through your, under your man's legs, and he was to catch her at the other side. It was next knee on impossible. So anyway, he missed her, and she came straight across to us, and uh, her legs were up in the air, you know. And I discovered she was a Bengal. Oh, Lord. So your man said to me, he says, because uh, I winked at him, to, I'd go first. And he says, well, Johnny, well, I said, with what I saw there, I said, 10 out of 10, and that's it. So that was grand. Roll forward the, the, the clock then about maybe a year when uh, I got pulled. Right. in by the same Bangarda. Now I didn't know I didn't know no offer. Right. But uh, for not indicating to turn off or something and they were behind me. I hadn't even seen them. But uh she comes up and I let down the window and uh 
Oh, she says, Johnny Luby. <laughs> she says, you didn't indicate, but she says, you gave me 10 out of 10. She says, so go on. Indicating future. <laughs> so does the only... Uh, uh, oh, I uh, love it, yeah. Does the only crack that I ever got out of the street... You know, you're not supposed to call them Vanguard anymore. Sure? No, you're not, no, no. Who are we supposed to call them? Just, just Gardy. They're just Gardy. You're not supposed to say Vanguard. It's all gone. It's all finished, Jenny. Jeez, I must... Uh, easy no one but living out in Golden. We haven't a clue what's going easy on Easy no one you get into such trouble. Are you sure? I'm certain. I'm positive. Well, this is like that teacher case, Burke. This is something on Oh, Jenny Mac, don't go there. I haven't a clue no, what's going on there either. I don't know, but anyway... Yeah. Uh, uh, he refused to call a trans pupil by the new assumed name or something like that. All right. Yeah. That's no help to you, sure is that? No, it's not. No, but... Jeez, I was amazed the Vanguard has gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no such a thing as a Vanguard anymore, you see. Equality and all of that, Johnny. Um, GAA. And wh- what about Kilmacud and Glens and the 16... P- yeah, I suppose, friend, the easy way to say it is is that, look, they had 16 players on the field. You're supposed to have 15. mm and that's it. The rule is broke. Now, whether it calls for a replay or whatever else, but the GA should have determined them, themselves and not let it up to the Northern... Oh, well, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, not let it up to the Northern crowd. The GA stood back, and now they're, ar- they're arbitrators, is it, in the yeah. whole bloody lot. They should have said, look, lads, 16 lads on, you know, uh, and that, and t- they were hoping probably at the end of the day that the dairy lads wouldn't uh, object. Mm. Because it, in, in another sense of the word, like between Tipperary and, uh, was it Cork or Kerry a few years ago, somebody put on six subs, you know, but Tipperary didn't object, you mm. know, they could have had because you're yeah. supposed to only have five. But seemingly, it didn't really affect the outcome of well, it. Whether it did or it didn't, you see, if your man, man was standing on the field, okay, uh, that uh, <coughs> they would have had to sidestep him, okay. okay, you know. So, like, I mean, you could say, like, that uh, you're 16, 16, they don't affect the play, yeah. They shouldn't be on, friend. I mean, like, the rule says 15. How does something like that happen? I mean, can you understand the confusion there? I can't. Oh, can you? No, okay. not at all. I mean, like, if you're going in as a sub, mm. sure, your man has to come off. Mm. But he didn't come off. But surely to God, somebody is watching it. I mean, you have an S load of officials, again, at uh, all these All-Ireland club finals and the whole lot, mm. that uh, the sub should be coming off. You see it in rugby and soccer. Because often they touch each other's hands coming on yeah, and sure, that kind yeah. of thing. And your man should have been coming off. Did they tell your man that he was coming off? I haven't a clue. But, uh, right. w- w- do you think it should be a replay? I should, yeah. yeah. No doubt about no, it. No, not. Once there's 16 players on the field and it was down to that tightness and the whole bloody lot, you know, and they should let the supporters, which won't happen, they should let the supporters in for nothing as well. Because twelve they made a mistake. Yeah, sure, that's going to happen. Well, yeah, that's Christmas for us. Ned was on his to say when he asked Johnny, was Joe Canning the best Galway hurler ever? Sure, I suppose he was. Was he? Yeah, there was another Joe there as well. He was supposed to be a magnificent hurler in his day. That was uh, well, you had Joe Connolly, yeah. brilliant hurler, and you had uh, Joe Salmon. Uh, back in the fifties, he was a wonderful hurler as well with Galway. Galway have produced some wonder, some brilliant hurlers, and there's no doubt about it. Joe Canning was top class. I thought he might have stayed back last year with Henry Sheffler yeah. when he took over the role of Galway manager, but uh, Joe Canning was certainly one of the old. He scored some wonderful goals, yeah. you know, and a, a tremendous hurler, leading off, leaving off the ball, and all that thing. He was. Well, he, I'm just he wondering why 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 we ask that question today. Is there something relevant about that? I don't no, know, no, but no. Uh, simply because there might be Galway listeners tuned in. Ah, you so see, they want that's... to get the opinion of the home of hurling experts. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hope you're not including me in the experts. <laughs> anyway, have Buddha's notion. The, the Hearty Cup is always close to your to your heart. And now, cash, cash yeah, and Paris, Yeah, look, it's it's absolutely fantastic. I think I said it about six weeks ago. Could we have a situation where two Tipperary teams would come to the final? And I did say at the time that there's only one place to play, and that's in Simple Stadium in Tullus. And lo and behold, it has happened. Uh, Tullus looked absolutely brilliant last Sunday, Fran. I mean, like the score was a three goals and twenty pints, or four goals and twenty pints in a, in sixty odd minutes. Uh, was some scoring and then of course like they have the tradition which is a huge thing in Hearty Cup hurling they have uh, uh, all been there done that like they have Padraig Marion with them now as well and like Middleton were a good hurling team but uh, Tullus CBS put Manos on them you know and of course then during the uh, there maybe about six weeks ago you had the mid-minor hurling final and it was a great game between Mikerke Burroughs and uh, Holy Cross Belly Kale both of them got through to a county final and that was played in gold where over 2,000 people turned out and according to everybody that was there even Mikerke who were beaten in they won the mid but were beaten again in the county final by Holy Cross Bellicale. Everybody acknowledged it as possibly one of the greatest minor finals played for donkey's years. And lo and behold, you look at the tallest CBS uh, uh, setup, and here they have five from uh, Holy Cross Bellicale and five more from Mikerke Burroughs. So I was not one bit surprised that they're in a hearty cup final. And of course, then you throw in the lads from Tullus Town itself and Dorlas Oak and the Southfields, and you throw in maybe one or two from Lockmore Castellini and maybe one or two from Nakavilla Kikums Fergal, Fergal Horgan, the referee, his son is in goal for uh, Tullus CBS. So the only certainty is, is that there will be a hearty cup medal in the parish of Nakavilla or in uh, anyway. That's the only certainty with Fergal Horgan from Tullus and then the other three yes. or four. But uh, an all-known form, yes, certainties, Tullus, C- Tullus CBS. But they play Cashel Community School. First time in a hearty cup final uh, since the new school was open. We were there in 73 and got beaten in the final. I was in the school the other day and was talking to Brendan Ryan for a couple of minutes. Brendan Ryan is the head guy in there in organising this, that and the other thing. But his nephew is playing with uh, Tullus CBS. So they're tied up every way. You have uh, great players from Cashel itself. You have the Connollys, Donohue's. They're steeped in Holland. Mm, Young McGrath steeped yeah. in Holland. Mm. You come out to Nakavella Kickhams, Adam Daly. He was going to school in Rockwell there for the last three or four years and signed over this year at the Cashel Community School. One in All Ireland with Tipperary in the minors. His father was Martin, uh, who was the, one of the teachers in Rockwell College, a great uh, rugby Holland school years ago. But uh, then you come out to Golden and you have Young Armand. His granddad was Con Cash. Of course, the Armands are steeped in Holland. Con Cash won medals with mm. uh, Money Gold, but also two West Finals with Golden and uh, you have young Corvin and you have young Burdens and young Ryan Preston he's actually uh, uh, the wires in Cashel Cyril and John Oh right yeah yeah. Them, that crew oh, and really? Rhino Dwyer played with Tipperary and Dublin so he's bred in the purple and if you're passing through uh, Palace Green you see a statue there with a fellow with a ball and chain he's, he'd be a great grand uncle of young Keen Rhines so like and then you go to Borland they have three or four more on the team and uh, Cool Mine which is only a small mm-hmm. little neck of the woods between Cashel and Ting they have two young two fine players from there as well uh, they proved that they were certainly entitled to at least be in the final because uh, Erskull Reach only beat him a pint in the preliminaries but they beat him a pint in, in a 
tough, hard game, which you really want in a semi-final. Mm. Whereas uh, Tullis made a little, but he will stand back and admire Tullis. Of course, they'll they'll uh, they'll definitely score uh, score from all angles. Well, it'll be a but, great game, won't it? Oh yeah, great and it's on on the Sunday at uh, one o'clock. And uh, certainly, I'm hoping that uh, that look, there'll be a huge crowd there, a bigger crowd than a semi than a, would be at a county senior Holland final. And I was just uh, looking at him, trying to. Uh, ascertain have we uh, the Hearty Cup medals that might be around the area mm. in Cashel we possibly have won uh, Mickey Burke of the paper shop in 1930 with Rockwell College the late Michael Burke yeah oh, and, uh, fantastic gentleman fantastic oh, yeah, and, yeah. and I heard my dad saying what a horror uh, yes. when Golden beat them in the first uh, Golden Kilfiegel beat them in the first see the West Division was the last division to be formed in Tipperary we had the North Mid and South and that but that was formed in 1930 and Golden Kilfiegel beat Cashel in a wonderful final outside in Bohar Trime, just outside Tip Town. Mm, mm. Uh, Jimmy White's pub is there. Great pub. And yeah. that's there a long time. Yeah. But I saw the field uh, at that and I must get somebody to take a photograph of it because it should be up in the hall in Golden simply because it was Golden's first victory ever uh, in uh, uh, the final in 36. And John Corvin's father, John Corvin again was centre back on that team and now his grandson is one of the leading lights in Cashel, Ben Corvin. Yes. Wonderful holder. But uh, then... Uh, that's Willie O'Donnell from Golden Hearty Cup final yes. in nineteen. Who, who ended up teaching in who ended in up teaching in Anacarty, who uh, beat an uh Boris in a county senior Holland final in nineteen forty three, uh, when Mikerky Boris were certainly one to five to win it but uh, they reckon without uh, the Hanleys and uh, the uh, big Jim Hanley and the heap more lads uh, uh, there Willie O'Donnell himself and there was mm. uh, uh, many more Mike or Joyce as well Tom Joyce and them were on it but uh, and all the Kessels the Ryan Kessels oh, they were yeah. wonderful yeah. horrors, you know and many yeah. many more but uh, that was a great seemingly a wonderful final and uh, the Bison Manicarty put pay to the aspirations and hopes of Mike Herky Burris and then of course our parish priest in Gold for years, Canon Michael Lord Wire from Pubble Hill in Golden, but really it is in the parish of Knockavilla. He won a Hearty Cup medal in 1930 as Did well. He? Yeah, so uh, like, but 1930 to 2023 is a long time this for a, a medal time. to come into this the area, you time. know. So. And of course, you went and missed out on it in 73. Uh, yeah, the one, I was like the captain of the <laughs> Titanic, I went down. But, uh, Are you still hearing about that? <laughs> yeah, but uh, look, friend. <clears throat> of all the games I played, you can always say like that, like because not too many have a chance of playing in a Hearty Cup final, mm. and like to come out in Simple Stadium under the stand and the roars. Now it will be deafening. And who uh, did you play? Uh, St. Finn, Balsford and Ferris they were coached by Canon Michael O'Brien uh, they were going for four in a row which they did and he afterwards became Nicky English's mentor in UCC in Cork but uh, they had a fantastic team Tygo Sullivan and John Crowley and all of them you know and uh, we were shot Jerome White because he had got six or seven stitches in his head the previous in the semi-final that was the big thing the drawback I always thought was that we played the semi-final and won it on a, a Sunday we had no chance to settle down whatsoever. And the following Sunday, we played in the Hearty Cup final. So, like, the school was uh, uh, amazing. Like, there wasn't naturally, I mean, how could you teach lads and in a Hearty Cup final? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and John Grogan had got sick during the week as well. And he was our big star player, you know. We had to go down to Torgia to get a young fella called Pafid Sell. 
because we hadn't uh, the great uh, part was yeah that. we yeah. hadn't uh, the players you know you'd yeah, I was saying it so last he was week, only Mickey about what 16 uh, say 15, 15 probably 15 maybe. you know but uh, look friend uh, tis frightening to walk out in Simple Stadium in Tullus the first time I ever walked out there was maybe in a Crow Cup final and that and you when you're running out under the stand which is halfway on the pitch and you look down you said mother of God it'll take me three pokes to get the ball over the bell there you know but uh, you have tip and leash on the Saturday then they couldn't have played it before that because of obvious reasons there's mm. two different councils involved and of course the tickets are printed for the tip leash game and that and they were afraid then naturally that uh, if cash whichever one won they were going to be on the no matter what security you had friend young fellas of 18 are going to lift the wire course they are. you know course but uh, you're just talking at the very start of the changing thing completely about the sex education yeah. why was a sex educator I'd get a boy and a girl in front of me and i say, listen, will you keep away from each other until you're 21? <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's Good it, night. <laughs> That'd be my sex education. Oh, I love it. Don't forget Shane Buckley of Kickham's. Oh, who... Shane Buckley. I, I look, I, 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 uh, I could go through the whole lot. Yeah, also met with Tip Miners last, last yes, year. Yes, right, yeah. Playing and, for cash. And, yeah, and Ben Corbin. And young Connolly, of course, uh, was captain of the Tip Miners. Like, hey... Cashel aren't bringing shovels and forks to this game. Cashel are bringing hurlies. And I have no doubt the community school, and of course, commiserations to the girls in the community school who were beaten in the Camogie final last weekend. At the same time as the boys were playing a hearty cup semi final, you'd imagine somebody would have put off something just for a few hours to get lads over, you know. But uh, look, there's a nest load of them, dear friend, that uh, you could talk about forever. You had a Leo Ryan from Dunnesky who won a hearty cup medal as well in 1959 when the Abbey and Tip brought the only hearty cup uh, thing uh, to Tipperary Town in 59. You had father Christy Dwyer was on that team, his brother Mickey and Petey and all of those. Is that Christy Dwyer who's up in mine now? That's is right, it? yeah. Why is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my God. Well. Uh, and he's related to us and I'll be using that on the last day when I'm getting into heaven. <laughs> I will just say to the man above, his father Christie gone through. <laughs> you want to come up with a lot more than that. What a coincidence it says that you being the last captain, uh, captain and Ben Curvin joined captain from... Oh, yeah, I tell you, it's marvellous for the parish. You know, he's joined captain with John Connolly uh, and that, but uh, I'd love to see the Hearty Cup. I saw that day on display, but it was as near as we got to it, you know. Isn't it great? Uh, I was delighted you remembered the, the late Michael Burke this morning because I, he, what a gentleman. Yeah. And, and do you know, a singer... Like an amazing singer, by God, tenor. I, he used to do a beautiful job on Guno's Ave Maria, and the, and a great actor as well. I saw him as Wattle Toes in in Nagao all those years ago. By God, above it was a great place to go into. There was always oh, an unusual stop. smell like Woolworths. Beautiful uh, yeah. when you went to a uh, Mickey Burke shop in yeah. Cashel. It's always Mickey Burke's, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was indeed. And indeed. and the wife was a lovely person. Oh, Mrs. Burke yeah. was a pure lady, absolutely. Um, the maternity ward is opening. Up for the farming community. Oh, my God, uh, yes, friend. The maternity ward is certainly <laughs> open and uh, for uh, uh, the cows calving at 1, 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And the amazing thing about it, I was with a fella there lately and uh, he ordered a pint of Guinness, I think it was inside in that new pub in Tiptown, Lowry's. And he was just, the pint was coming in front of him when he looked at his uh, mobile phone. He just downed the pint. He didn't even put it to put it to his lips. Pint back on the counter. I'm off to maternity <laughs> duty. And that was uh, Tony Coney, a fine old uh, scout. He's about Tony, 40 yeah. cows kept, but he said to me, if I got a chance, and if Peter Murchin is listening, that's the, the sort of here in the top hospital. Would he ever come out and give him a hand at, <laughs> at the weekend? But it always reminds me of the story, friend. You know that uh, uh, cows calving and a young fella from Dublin was down on holidays at a farmer's place, you know, and uh, of course, do you ever pull a calf? 
Funnily enough, no, Johnny. No. Well, if there's farmers listening out there, and if there's a cow Kevin, will you ring friend Corey at Tip <laughs> FM just to come out and see what's to be done, you know, because you no, have to I, pull the calf out. I, I, no, I couldn't And the that. calf would be slippery. <laughs> Naturally, but friend, and you'd put on a rope maybe on the two legs. I've done all this. I have a thing called the calf and jack that you put the jack up to, to the cow's backside and pull out the calf. Ah, hey, listen. Anyway, this young fella came out to give him a hand. Yeah. And they were pulling for about an, half an hour. And then you throw salt on the calf as well for the cow to lick it. Well, I mean, friend, you, you have, you, and there you were talking about farmers should be taxed and you don't even know the first bloody thing about the whole lot. But, friend, <laughs> this, they pulled out, the, they were pulling out the calf and after half an hour the calf was still in there and the young fella stood back and he said, lads, he said, I want to ask one question, he says. How did he bloody get in? I was told to give you a message. I was in uh, Palace Green last night in uh, the bistro there in Willie Crow's place. Oh, my God. Friend, it is top class, you know, Willie's. But he, he, even when it was in Dundrum, it was the place, wasn't oh, stop, it? Yeah. You know, I suppose, friend, uh, we'd have to mention, uh, just looking at it here, uh, Michael Dundon. Oh, Noel. Is no, Noel Dundon. Yeah, yes. Michael written down. Noel Dundon. Yes. I suppose a wonderful uh, reporter, a oh, wonderful person in for uh, 25 yeah. odd years, you know, and uh, that wrote always brilliantly yeah. about Tipperary uh, Star, I would mm. say, and the hurling and football and all the other things. And I presume a lot of stuff had to be run by him because mm. I think he was one of the head guys in there. But to wish him the very best of luck when he goes to the HSE. Now, we're lucky in Tipperary. Then at least we know somebody in the HSE. <laughs> and if anybody wants Noel Dundon's number, I'll you give it to him. I have it because uh, it is essential to have somebody uh, inside. Absolutely. Well, we want to wish Noel the very best. What a talented journalist and writer and, you know, and knows all about history That's and right, sport yeah. and just fantastic. And of course, friend, uh, have looked at Tipperary on Sunday last. The best to look to the footballers this weekend are playing down, I think. But uh, the hurlers beaten by a pint, you know. I was disappointed. Whilst uh, Liam Kell probably certainly would have liked to win that uh, that League Cup sponsored by Dairy Gold, uh, to lose a six-point lead with a few minutes to go. Uh, but, of course, with Cork, you'd always expect that, and Liam said they're still at it down there, you know. But, uh, look, uh, he'll get his troops together for the, the game against Leash. And, of course, uh, in the golf, of course, it is amazing that two guys that haven't talking are now leading the field. And you can imagine teeing off. I mean, they says it is a sport, for, a sport for gentlemen. I never played golf in my life, friend, simply because... Because I always reckon that when you hit a ball, once is enough to hit anything. <laughs> and here they are hitting at 66 to 76 or 86 times around a, a, a golf yes. course. And will they shake hands? It's like Roy Keane and... Uh, this is McElroy, is it? Yeah. And who, who's the uh, other and guy? Patrick Reed. Right, OK. Uh, it's like Roy Keane and uh, Mick McCarthy, I think, right. was it? Or yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, will they shake hands? But eventually they did. Uh, and that. Yeah. But uh, they will have to shake hands today before the tee-off. I go along with Mark. Mark Twain, I think golf is a good walk wasted. <laughs> Simple as that. Can we get a shout out for the Clonmel Rugby Club under 14s playing in the East Munster League final tomorrow? Come on, Clonmel, it says. That's right, yeah. And of course, in the rugby, friend, uh, they had a Munster put up a good show. Cashel uh, probably should have beaten, was it Queen's last weekend? Nina had a good victory over Blackrock, and of course, Clan Mel here as well. Uh, a marvellous victory. I think it was over Brough. I didn't get to any of them games simply because I was uh, otherwise uh, uh, held up. Mm. And of course, uh, 
You're the tallest racist fan on last Sunday. They had a marvellous card. Willie Mullins probably had a couple of horses or two that are capable of running in Cheltenham. And then we came back to the ship and via the ship then onto a funeral in Clonolty. Mark Keane, the sympathies to the Keane family. Mark would have been uh, Connie and Sheila Keane's uh, young boy. He's only maybe in his 40s. And uh, then, of course, uh, a grandson of the great Dick Ryan who put Goals Cross on the map. Mm. And then we're talking to Mary Gleeses. And there the problems of the world are solved. There's no question about it. So, <laughs> the Illuminati uh, yeah. at Mary oh, we got, uh, Hey, we got what? chips at half price from Robert. From Robert? Yes. My old friend Robert, old Robert. from the van. And I'll tell you one thing. Uh, uh, he says, uh, will I put on salt and vinegar? I says, and keep putting it on until I tell you stop. Because, <laughs> friend, I just love Did the he have a tip for you? For, uh, for the horses? Oh, no, I don't want any says tip. says here, Michael Burke sang at our wedding 50 years ago with Sister Rosari playing the church organ. I was very fond of both of them. Very fond of Sister Rosari. Yeah, I wonder, was she the nun that uh, when they told me in, on about March the 8th in 73 to go up to town and uh, uh, get up a bit of support? Right. You see, for this hearty cup final on March the 11th. So as captain off, I went in and called into Joe Connell, the butcher, I think was there at the time. And uh, uh, what you call her? They're right across the road from... Uh, thing, the, she had a, Alice Butterbridges. Oh, Alice Ryan. Yeah. 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 And uh, that called into then Cartons, my missus' uncle, uh, Willie Ryan Andy. Oh, very Did you know be, Willie? Be, I, I did, of and course. Liam Andy so and Andy. lived up in the green. That's uh, right, yeah. But yeah. I, I, then I had to go into the convent. Right. Of course, because now you see they're all together in the community yes, schools. Yeah. I had to go up to the convent anyway and drum up a bit of support, you see. And right. I thought it was brilliant, you know, being captain of the hearty team and looking for support mm. and the whole lot. And there was a girl, uh, she knew me quite well. Uh, she passed by and I was talking to Sister Rosary and she gave me a prod of a, some kind of a pain in the backside. <laughs> and I said, oh Christ, what about Selenia? So she said, Sister Rosary looked at me, she says, uh, look, I'll tell him the match is on. She said, Johnny, <laughs> great to see you and a safe journey to you and enjoy the Mass in, in Wexford, isn't it? Yeah, in, in Wexford, Wexford, yeah. Right. Right. Listen, look thanks look very much. Look yourself, Johnny. Right. And the people oh, looking for tickets for the game, no, it's all sold out for the 11th of Feb, so you can't Actually, if anybody that. wants my place, they can have it. <laughs> good luck, Johnny. Good luck, good luck. We'll take a break. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. 